there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! I've been pretty clear that I'm. it's just not the way I sort of think and work. I'm kind of. My priority right now is just looking at trying to make sure we, well, like I said, we have a special day tomorrow. We've got a big cup final coming up in a week's time. Um, I'm not going to sort of sit there and sort of try and get um, distracted by things that, you know, are kind of fascinating for other people rather than myself. So, um, yeah, that's where my focus is and that's where it'll continue to be. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've got a, you know, a couple of big games and, um, you know, we've had a fantastic season and we've got an opportunity to make it a really special one. So, Mark, what do you think about this? Is it real? The speculation? Uh, yeah, I, I think there's. I think it's more than speculation now, um, Paul. Now, by the way, for all we know, he may have already knocked him back. You know, just because others not, it doesn't mean to say that Ange Postecoglou has been sixth or seventh on the list. He may have been third or fourth, so he might have knocked him back. I tend to think though, this is a live story. Remember on here before when it was Stephen Gerrard, Aston Villa, and we knew it was live. It was a proper story. Um, I think there is proper interest and it's probably not what Celtic fans want to hear they will not want to lose their manager the board will not want to lose Ange Postacoglu but when you have a top manager and when he has been successful when he's been catching the eye it's only natural that when jobs down south become available that he'll be in the frame I also think I'm not 100% but I think um, that he's got one of the, the the big hitting agencies down in England that look after him and part of their job will be to throw him in for every job, whether it's with his consent or not, that's what they do, that's how they operate and that's the right way to go about it. And if there's a relationship with, with Spurs, which I'm sure there will be because I'm one of the, you know, the, one of the top hitters um, down the road, then um, they'll, they'll have some kind of relationship with Daniel Levy. But even if there is an interest from Spurs, Paul, I don't think it's a gimme that Ange Postecoglou takes it. There's a strong and real affection for Celtic, for the supporters, for the football club they've given them his opportunity um, in Europe, European football, to come over here and he, he's grasped it uh, with both hands. But the problem you always face when it comes to them all, you know, Brendan Rodgers, Stephen Gerrard, we could, we could go back for years and years and with players as well, yeah. that sometimes the Scottish League just isn't enough to stimulate them week after week. That they eventually think... I need something different. Look, it's very, very unlikely you go to a bigger club than Celtic, but you find a bigger platform and the English Premier League is a massive lure. Not financially, of course, but the prestige of being involved in one of those 20 clubs. Craig, it's a huge compliment and why wouldn't a manager of Celtic or Rangers go to a top club? I mean, we've seen Brendan Rodgers going to Leicester, but it's not the same level though, is it, as Tottenham? You know Ange pretty well. Uh, I'm sure he wouldn't give any hint of anything. He said himself, I'm only thinking about tomorrow and you know, the big game next week. But what do you feel about the speculation? Well, look, you're right. I mean, he's come out and said his focus is on here and now, uh, which takes him to Aberdeen uh, and, and the cup final. 
Um, that's directly in front of him. But um, like yourself, Mark, I kind of seen the the bits and pieces coming out yes yesterday morning, and it looked it looked red hot. It didn't look like just as if uh, it was a rumor. Uh, and then it's easy enough to to kind of you know join the dots. I guess mm. you got Frank Trimbley, who is very very strong at base, yeah. uh, and uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. Mm -hmm. Scott Munn, uh, who's uh, an Aussie boy that's been um, put in there recently, I think, as football operations. Mm -hmm. So you can see, you, look, you sorry, can see, you sorry, can see the merit. Scott, Scott Munn's Australian. Yes. Yeah. So he's just been put in, in one of the top positions yes. at Spurs and he also worked at the City Group, so Correct. he would have a relationship with Ange. And he worked Through in Japan as Yokohama. well, didn't he? Yokohama. Okay. Right. Right. Sometimes yeah. two plus two doesn't mean four. But we're just yeah. giving the listeners yeah, a, a, a bit yeah. of background there. Mark, you're spot on. So look, at the end of the day, I think, like I says, Ange is going to leave at some stage. Now, you know, he doesn't, you know, planning management is 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 near impossible. Sometimes yeah. an opportunity comes along and and it's taken. Um, so, look, it's a very interesting one, but I think it is quite genuine as well, Paul. No doubt about yeah. that. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. It's uh, trophy day tomorrow, big day when they'll be presented with the Cinch Trophy after the game with Aberdeen. Uh, and also they'll want to win again, although I think I know most well most Celtic fans seem to be saying, hey, the title is won, but uh, yeah, nobody wants to lose games, Craig. I know that. At Rangers, we're going to hear from Michael Beale. So is this a pop at the, at the past or whatever? Let's see what he said today about how much he's looking forward to the summer and next season. I think experience of playing in Europe, experience of being in big clubs, experience of being at the top of leagues is is more important than age. So uh, we're not going to be signing any veterans, but what I was trying to say is in terms of experience, in terms of big club experience, being able to come in and handle playing at Ibrox and, and, and the pressure and intensity and expectation, that's what I'm looking for. So when I'm meeting the players, there, there'll be something in their CV or in their past that I can hang on a little bit. That's him speaking about the players he wants to say and a bit more about the, the summer. My excitement for this summer is because I see the work that we're doing in the background now. We need to just, we're very close to what I want and if we, we get that in, then I'll be very, very pleased and we'll have a real strong pre-season, implement some new things and we'll come out of it a much stronger team for sure, a much in much, and I think the team will be in a mentally much better place than the team that I inherited for sure because it was different to the team that I'd left a year before. Craig Moore, what's your reaction? And look, I mean, a, a, he has come into a, a different squad and, um, and at the start of next season, it's going to be a different squad again. Look, I think uh, the biggest issue this season um, has been the, the lack of players that have been consistently fit for the football club, you know? So you look at even under uh, Giovanni, uh, there was, you know, change after change after change. Michael Beale's come in. He's shown that he can recruit um, at, a, at a decent level because, you know, Raskin and Campbell are serious players. I know that Campbell's certainly going to be a, a Rangers fan's favourite, if not already, and a lot of the other clubs are going to dislike him. But that's, that's something that I think is uh, sometimes part of the parcel, playing that villain role. Um, yeah. There'll be exciting new players that will come in it's just important, Paul, that they get they come in at the start of pre-season. I think that's the most important thing. Mark, what do you make of the comments? There's more to come from both managers. Michael Beale? Yeah, I mean, he's looking to um, improve. The season's almost gone. There's one game to go, but he's already thinking three or four weeks down the line because there's 30, 40 million pound Champions League qualifiers to come up. Todd Cantwell, I said the other night, Paul, in the programme, it was on on Monday. Mm. He's, he, he's a player, but he's also got a personality. Yeah. 
mm. and it shows through on the park and, and, and off the park let like say other, other fans will dislike that so you know as, as the panto villain at Ibrox Alfredo Morelos gets ready to exit maybe you know Todd Cantwell will, will fill that void but he can play <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the most important thing he can play he's got a personality he can back himself up but what he's got to go and show now as was the case with Michael Beale and whoever else is playing for Rangers they've got to do over 38 games so it's alright Craig knows he's and won the a pressure. title yeah, yeah. And he the knows pressure. you've got to go and do it great for them beating Celtic 3-0 two weeks ago fantastic it had to be done they needed to get that monkey off their back but they've only the champions so they've got to go and show that they can do it when it really matters week in week out because I think we can safely say with the quality of Celtic and, and Rangers you're probably you're probably going to need at least 100 points to win the title that's a big ask you know you've got to win 33 or you've maybe got to win 30 games out of 38 um, you know with, with, with four or five uh, uh, draws in there you know 32, 33 games so um, they, they need to step up but I think Rangers are heading in the, in the right direction we'll see what happens with Celtic there's no doubt they will recruit quality as well as we said two or three minutes ago I think there is a live situation going on with the Celtic manager and if Ange Postecoglou is not there next season that undoubtedly is going to have a bearing um, on Celtic I think Rangers fans will be looking and hoping that he goes to Tottenham. But every job that comes up now in, in England, he's linked with it. Yeah. So many people have said no mm-hmm. to Daniel Levy's uh, Tottenham. But this one does sound a bit different. That's it, not to it, say he's no, going. No, that's yeah. right. But it does. you're right. It's kind of it's come, come across in a different kind of way. Uh, look, and, and Ange is very professional in terms of what, what he comes yeah. out with uh, through, the, through the media. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's, he's an ambitious coach. Um, and sometimes you can't pick and choose when that opportunity kind of delivers itself, um, you know, because ideally I'm pretty sure he would love to do great things for Celtic and, and, and kind of show on the European stage that he can compete with the bigger Champions League type of clubs, Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in football, you've touched on Mark, you've touched on, you know, the likes of Brendan Rodgers, uh, Steven Gerrard most recently. Like these kind of things can happen. We've seen it happen mm-hmm. and they can happen very, very quickly. I think though the one thing, and Paul I'm not saying he's going I hope he stays yeah. I want to stay, see him stay at Celtic he started something I think he's great for our game for the media I think he's good as well he's, you know, I just think he's a good all-round guy and a good all-round coach we don't want to lose those kind of people from Scottish football and Celtic certainly don't want to lose him but part of the thing I think that's maybe a positive again compared to like like Rodgers and, and, and Gerrard is this is an opportunity that's possibly going to happen and it's happening at the end of the season. So if there's an ideal time for it to happen for, for Ange Postecoglou, he's potentially walking away as a treble winner, five trophies out of six, another 35 to 40 million banked for guaranteed Champions League football, and it gives Celtic a, a, a chance, if it comes around, to go and do it. Now, by the way, no guarantees it'll accept the Spurs job. All we're saying is that we all believe that this is a live situation. This is more than speculation. I think this is real. Big games tomorrow, but it's more on Sunday, isn't it? At the bottom of the table. Dundee United down, would you both agree? Yeah, it would have to be an absolute miracle, wouldn't it, for them to survive? Uh, obviously, they're playing Motherwell. But it's uh, Kilmarnock against Ross County. 
what a game that is going to be. Ross County, obviously, in the most difficult position away from home. Kelly, good at home. We know the story, yeah. but it could be either of them. Any it could early be. thoughts? Ross yeah. County, look, very, very clear for yeah. Ross County. They know as the away mm-hmm. side, they've got to go and win a game of football. Yeah. Um, and then that will that will keep them safe in the division. 34 points, as you know, they're three behind three. Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock, yeah. Better goal difference. And yeah. Kilmarnock, we've got to yeah. say, as, as disappointing as they have been on the road this season, um, they've been very good at home. Look, I think that Kilmarnock are going to have just enough. Uh, I think Ross County will throw throw the kitchen sink. There's no doubt about that. But I can see that game being a draw. How can you throw a kitchen sink? Uh, so, uh, you asked for Australian, ter- you asked for Australian terminology and all that before. But there you go. That's uh, that's something we would say. I think in someone threw the kitchen sink there from the ideal homes at yeah. the start of the show, just at the uh, slight, slight wobble there. But we got it sorted. Thank you, James. Mark, what do you think just now? That's that's the other huge game, isn't it, this weekend? Yeah, um, Commandant Ross County Rugby Park. I was I was at Ding Long Wednesday night. Watched yeah. Ross County. Good for them to come back. Then they lost the last minute um, equaliser. But cruel, you're right. Yeah, but it doesn't know, change it. Does no, it overall? I, I, yeah. I think regardless, not that they will want to be in the playoff, but regardless, I think they'll take care of what we think will be Patrick Thistle. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not ruling out Ross County. I'm definitely not ruling them out. Um, I think Ross County is well within their capabilities of going to Rugby Park and winning. Um, on Sunday but bear in mind it is at home and Kelly only need a point um, you know I certainly wouldn't bet against uh, Derek McInnes' team either and on the United Paul who finished bottom yeah. um, and the goals you, know, they you, conceded, you look at the goals he conceded again, again against oh. Kilmarnock how, how can you blame a manager for that no. you know but I mean really it's absolutely shocking I would chase some of those guys mm. at the building at Tannadice absolutely chase them down Tannadice Street and onto the onto the motorway somewhere. Yeah, they're, they're, they're down. Like I said, you can't <laughs> when you're down the bottom there. You know you got to you got to play the basics. Um, you know, limit the mistakes and all that. But the last couple of weeks oh. for, for Dundee United, and the goalkeeping situation all season disaster. It has been a disaster. Bit of, bit, that, bit that's, of you know, the I get, once again, it's a lesson to mm. any club. Whether you're going for Europe, going for a title, top six, but you need to have a good goalkeeper. See, if you don't have a good goalkeeper, you're putting yourself right up against it from the first whistle. I speaking to a friend of mine today, Cal. Yeah, I have one. Callum. It's Callum Rankin. He's a massive Dundee United fan and he loves the derby and all the rest. And he said, oh, we've lost the chance of that next season. Not happy at all. I must have ask him where you should chase those players. So when you go down Tannadice Street, do you go left or right? What's so I think it? you go right. You, 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 you go there, right. You go it? past yeah. what's the bar that sits in the, I'm the corner oh, then yes, right. on yeah. the expressway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear from the two Let's get the... The injury update from Ange Postacoglu ahead of Trophy Day tomorrow. What's the news? First of all, Alistair Johnson. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, he's good to go, so he'll play tomorrow, and you know, hopefully he gets through that. I mean, in terms of the cup final, we'll just see. But um, yeah, he's he's good to go. Um, Harry Moy's still struggling um, with his sort of back on play, so he'll miss out and, and probably doubt for the cup final. Um, Sayed, who came off the other night, actually is not as bad as we thought. Uh, he'll miss tomorrow, but he's, he's actually, we think, he's a good chance for the cup final too, which is good good for him and sort of good for the group. Um, yeah, and everyone else sort of, you know, provided they get through tomorrow, should be fine for, for, the, for the week ahead. Craig, it's going to be more like a cup final team tomorrow, isn't it? He did say that during the media uh, interviews today. Yeah, it needs a performance. Yep. He needs a performance. I, I, I get it that they're champions, that they've won the league, and that's been comfortable for them. But you don't want to go into a cup final on the back of um, a poor run, um, you know, because it does kind of then, um, you know, plant seeds, maybe a little bit more doubt or whatever. But look, it is a it is a run out before the cup final. I think it will be very much to what he'll be looking to do in the cup final. And he will be expecting a massive improvement from what he's seen in the last few matches. 
performance-wise, yeah. yeah. goals, he'd be wanting to see it all. It's a great opportunity for them to celebrate in front of their, their supporters as well. Mm. Mark, it's uh, a long time since they lost two games and drew one. You know, so that's three yeah. games without a win. Yeah, I mean, I think Celtic have dropped more points since they won the league than they had all season. Yeah. Before that, in the previous 33 games. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, that... I know the titles won to get that so the hard work's been done over 13 but you still yeah. want to keep going you'll get a cup final um, you know, you've, you've got a duty of care or self-professional respect for yourself and for the travelling supporters for example that made the journey through to Edinburgh um, on Wednesday yeah, night so punches. it needs to be yeah, yeah Paul it needs to be better mm. and it should be better than that but there's a chance to, to make up for it starting tomorrow trophy day you know when you think of it and Oz has been there he's won many titles Trophy Day is not just about tomorrow, it's about the 10 months of hard work. Yeah. For the first day you go back for pre-season in July, that's where you want to end up. You want to end up in May holding that trophy along for the winner's medal around your neck. So credit to Ange Postecoglou, his backroom staff and all the players uh, for that. And then you want to go and cap it off by winning the, the cup and the treble uh, the following Saturday. But I think Celtic now, if there's been a wee bit of, as, as they call it, eyes in the beach, the trunks have been out a wee bit, mm. fine. Get them away. Get them away and get the working gear back on get the working overalls back on tomorrow for 90 minutes and put on a performance and get a victory thank you Gaffer for that one quick break and then we're back 08 08 17 17 700 the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road Darnley let's go Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors it's Mark Guidi it's Craig Moore and Paul Kinney is, it a, ho- is it a holiday weekend? Uh, yeah it is, uh, is it? I wasn't Mon- sure it's a holiday Monday's weekend. a holiday again can you yeah. believe it? Yeah. yeah holiday weekend you're right the roads are mobbed Paul yeah, sure. busy 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 busy, busy, busy out yeah. there all the, yep. the people trying to nick away for the weekend good yeah. on them Craig you were at Ibrox this afternoon so yeah you were I was at, here yeah. so I, I got the traffic coming uh, yeah. back into mm. the, the city Um both ways, Paul, it was chockers. Chockers it yeah. was. What's going on at Ibrox, Michael? Be let's hear a bit more from the manager, but he's also hinted about, well, let's see what he says here about uh, Stephen Davis. And he also talks about academy and, you know, bringing someone in, is it Stephen Davis, but hints that it's maybe a former player. Could it be you? Hmm. Let's hear the manager speaking about the most capped British player of all time. Oh, listen, he'll be he'll be in and around the first team as, as a normal player in terms of his rehab and then there'll be a decision. I think at this moment in time, Stevens has got a real burning desire to play. We want to help him to get back to that. He's a Hall of Fame player here and it's the wrong way for him to to uh, to end in a training ground accident or incident. And it's important that Stephen's motivation is to get back and play. And me as the coach and everybody here, it ranges from John Bennett down, wants to help him have that option. Nobody knows at the moment how that rehab's going to go at his age, but the moment that he's able to make a decision, then Rangers will. But certainly in terms of as a football club, when you see the send-off that, you know, certainly the elder statesman got Alan and uh, Scotty Arfield on Wednesday. Um, in the coming years, I think it's important that, that we start to have a little bit more of a Rangers um, legacy in the first-team staff and around the top end of the academy, in, in my opinion. You've got to pick the right people. They've got to want to do that. They've got to want to go down the coaching and management route. But me and my staff will certainly be there to help anyone that does want to transition. At this moment in time, uh, Stephen's full focus is on returning to play. But in 18 months, I think um, Stephen's staff left, five or six people. Geo's staff came in, five or six people, and I came with four. That's a lot of turnaround. So in that time, no one was constant in Rangers, if you like. And so I think for continuity between the first team and the academy set up, 
at some point uh, you might see uh, you might see someone uh, joining the staff. Mark, what do you hear in that? Well, um, if you can take from that, it's going to be that uh, Stephen Davis wants to continue playing. Rangers will offer him, you know, full rehab facilities on a full time basis. Um, and then if he's back fit, whether it's at Rangers, which I'm not so sure it sounds as though it's going to be, but if he can get himself another club to go and try playing again, if not, then it looks like he might be given an opportunity to come back and try and introduce himself into coaching um, at kind of youth level, if that's what he wants to do. More immediate, it sounds as though um, there could be someone recruited to work with Michael Beal and his staff that's going to be a constant. So, for example, you look across the city, John Kennedy has been a constant for 10 years. Um, at Celtic under three or four different managers but he's always there to keep a link in the football department between the various departments and by the way not only that John Kennedy is a right good coach um, so we've mentioned that before it's been missing at Rangers Paul somebody that's going to be a constant and it's a good thing to have at any football club you know yep. because it very quickly whether it's a bad run of results or some somebody comes and prizes you um, away um, then you've got to have somebody in place and it's obviously that it's going to be somebody with a Rangers background somebody that knows the club probably somebody that's local because if we want that role say listen pretty much you've got a job for life if you want to, to, to stay here and be a part of it so um, let's see if they follow through on that I'm glad that Mark you mentioned like it says it is something that we have discussed before you know in regards to Rangers having a real presence, understanding the dressing room, understanding the demands of the football club, being able to educate, educate people coming into the football club. People like Barry Ferguson, yeah. Kevin Thompson, mm-hmm. Neil McCann. We were mentioning apart yeah. from uh, of, of when Giovanni was in mm-hmm. about, Craig Moore. about getting <laughs> about getting local, yeah. local, local. You know, people that yeah. understand the football club. Yeah. Now, now with Stephen Davis, look he, he, again. He, he's a wonderful uh, professional. And it would be really unfortunate if he was to finish in that way. But clearly there's an opportunity for him if he wants to go down that coaching path uh, at the football club. Could you see him as a coach? People don't really... Everyone knows him as a player, mm-hmm. admires him, what a career. What's he like as an you individual? You know what, but again, I don't, I don't know Stephen ah, Davis too much. Right. But what I can tell you, what I can tell you, if he uh, applies himself the way he has done as a professional football player to anything else he wants to do, yeah. um, then <laughs> I would expect very, very good things. You know, yeah. like his, his work ethic, the ability to play yeah. the level that he has, Paul. Uh, but it's yeah. great to see that those kind of opportunities. Stephen Wright was another one that was mentioned in the yeah. space of academy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's at Dundee just now. Yeah, ex Aberdeen and Rangers fullback. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll find out what's going to happen. What about transfers, though? That's what the fans want to know. Uh, Kieran Dowell unveiled during the week. Here's the manager speaking today. He wants the players in early. Yeah, I think they've heard that every day for the last few weeks. I think I've drove them mad a little bit since I've been the main person probably in control of the recruitment and players coming in. A lot of the conversations have happened. I've been away meeting players in between uh, the games and the training sessions and everyone's on the same page that we want people in for the start of pre-season. It might be that we have to be patient on one or two, but most of our work we're aiming to get done very, very quickly. I think that's the key. Um, we're probably doing a little bit more work than you'd like to do in a normal summer. You'd like to just be adding maybe one or two. I think this summer we're going to be adding more than that. And, uh, and therefore you want to get them in quick because they'll obviously come in and be key players going to be some summer isn't it and he wants them in quick which is what you've been saying yeah because again I think you know recently or previous transfer windows business has been, been done too late yeah. um, I think you know he's spot on in regards to getting the business done as early as you possibly can so that you can enjoy a full pre-season with those players 
to have the best opportunity to start the season well because we know, Mark, once we start, it, mate, it's bang. It's, it's European qualifiers. Uh, you, you're into the season quickly. You've got to hit the ground running when you come to the football club. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look upon Rangers um, a period of transition and a period of the Michael Beale getting to know the club, even though he's only there, but as manager and as a club getting to know him. So I take it Raskin and Cantwell were in in January, but I take it as a positive for the new season. So there's two in the door. Dowell signed. I think Sterling's going to sign and the the, the mm. boy from America from uh, Ecuador. Yeah. So Cifuentes. So, Cifuentes. Good, so there's good so point. there's five. So two that are already ready in the building. Did you mention? Yeah. Listen, I think I think they need a goalkeeper. Uh-huh. But yeah. I think they could I don't think I wouldn't have a major problem if they went with McCrory. Mm-hmm. Ideally I think they do need a goal. Where I think they need to get somebody in and it is a matter of urgency as a number nine. Yeah. Because you've got a Champions League qualifiers coming up and you've, you want to go off to a flyer in the league. They must get a number nine in quickly. If there's only one more signing left, it needs to be a number nine. Here's the manager on that today. I think strikers in general. Yeah, I think in general. We're losing players in that area of the pit and it's an area where we want to strengthen. We'll come back to that shortly. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi and the Rangers legend, Craig Moore is with us. Another legend's on. Regan is on the line. Good evening. Paul, it's good to be on. It's good to be on. Thank Great you for to hear you. On. Yeah, we uh, we enjoy your contributions. Yeah. Paul, just hope that Mark's yeah. no chase me down Dundee. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, Reagan, I fancy you against him. I'm telling you, he's too, too many, you know, too many four for Brady's. Yeah, very good. Reagan, you're going to be in early tomorrow. You're a huge Celtic and Scotland fan, but tomorrow, trophy day for you. I, Paul, looking forward to go to Celtic Park. Um, I think Celtic have done really well this season, but they've fell off the past couple of games. I'm, I'm looking forward to heading along tomorrow. Um, I, 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 what did they pick up when Craig and Mark were saying about the Ange Boys Conway thing, Paul? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because Paul, uh, uh, well, after I've invested in Spurs as well, I go to Spurs uh, very often. Um, and I think. From, from my perspective, I don't see Ange going there. Something for the fact that Bolton level Spurs are not in a very good way. No. And I don't think that, that Daniel Levy can take the, the chance to uh, appoint a, a risky manager mm-hmm. because, for, 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 from my point of view, uh, the past couple of times I've been down there, Paul, there's been a lot of protests. And I think for the. Yep. I think for da- I think for Daniel Levy, it's very, it's very important for him to get this next manager very right, and I hope for, for uh, and I hope for Celtic say that he stays as well yeah. because he's done. There, there, there it is, yeah. there, mate. I, I love the way you're telling that story, right? Because you're desperate for Ange to stay at Celtic, right? Yeah. And I can understand that. I can understand that. Look, but Spurs. Um, you know, in regards to trying to get the right manager, of course, you understand that there's been a lot of names, it's been uncertainty. Let's not forget when Ange first came into Celtic, it was similar in terms of there was yeah. a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really knew what was happening around about recruitment. Yeah. There was change, obviously, in terms of board and and senior exec positions. A very, very similar situation. That's true. In fact, the three of us were on that night. We had been on Eddie Howe Watch. I know that had gone yeah. by then. You came in, Craig. Mark was on. I couldn't pronounce the name. Oh, uh, not quite. Him. We hadn't heard of him. You know? But what Ange yeah. managed to do very quickly, Paul, yeah. 
because he managed to, to get a grip of the football department and he also managed to manage up the way. He very quickly got a grip yeah. of the board. Yeah. Now there was probably um there was probably a vacuum there with Peter Lobel's you know departure yeah. and, and certainly in title anyway. Um that there was a chance to, to for somebody to go and get a grip of it. There was yeah. a bit of change with Don McKay and Michael yeah. So Ange very quickly put his stamp on it because he's noticed a wee gap and thought, right, boom. And he's taken it in good on him. And it's worked very well for Celtic, which is most important. Would he be allowed, would, would he be given that control by Daniel Levy? And that's what he'll take into account, oh, all yeah. those kind of things, you know? Yeah. It's very unlikely. I mean, I heard Jose Mourinho's stuff yeah. today on Daniel Levy. He was scathing. Absolutely really? scathing on, on, on Daniel Levy. So Daniel Levy's got a reputation of being very difficult to deal with. You're also going into a club, in some ways you can look at it and say, do you know what, Spurs, it can only go one way, yep. which is up the yep. way. However, you might be losing Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. Now, do you lose him under freedom of contract or do you sell him for 80 or 90 million and, and go and try and rebuild? 80, 90 million down the road, though, yeah. might get you two good players. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. who knows? As I say, all I can say is, it's a real situation. There is a genuine yep. interest from Spurs. We can't deny that. Celtic fans will not want to hear it but it's real. But it's not guaranteed that Ange Postecoglou will go because A, he does love his job, he's got full control and he'd be risking a lot by leaving Celtic to go to Spurs, but it will be very tempting to do so, that's for sure. Dermot Desmond, of course, was in town last week and he was spotted with him. Mind you, I don't think any serious conversations would be going on at the front door. See, they got a picture of him there. But but, Paul, you know, you look at Dermot Desmond and you look at all the managers he's had and some and, and some moves that where his yeah. managers haven't left, but there's been interest. One thing about Dermot, he won't stand in the way. See if they really want to go, he'll let them go. Obviously, they provide the compensations, no mate. Yeah. So he's not one of these guys, oh, you're no go. You know, mm-hmm. he, I think he's very, very fair to his managers if an opportunity comes up for them. Well, it's no different to to the player. Yeah. So the player market, eventually yeah. there comes a stage when Business is is uh, inevitable, uh, and it's good business for the football club. And Celtic have never stood in the way of good business opportunities. But I agree with you. There's a lot still to uh, kind of potentially happen. It's, it's just one of those ones that, like I said, I think it's it's not like the the rumours and Ange being linked to every single job that we've yeah. seen and heard yeah. for the last six months. There might be a bit of a uh, a tale to this. Yeah. Anyway, Regan, your team tomorrow, the champions, the trophy will be given after the game. They're up against Aberdeen who've done brilliantly. Third spot, that £5 million win to get into the Europa League for next season. Uh, so Ange was asked today about the form of the team since winning the title. Cup final is a different game. You know, I've said a thousand times, a cup games are totally different to any other game you play. Um, so form leading into it, even if you're flying, doesn't guarantee your result. And even if you're struggling, doesn't mean you're not going to do well. Um, you know, we will go into that game, cut finally, irrespective of what happens tomorrow, um, ready to play our best game of the year. Um, so that'll be our intent. Yeah, Aberdeen. Barry Robson's done an outstanding job with Aberdeen. And like I said, they've, they've shored up third place. And, you know, just like us, I'm sure they'd want to finish the season strong. It's a good chance to, for them to, to, you know, continue on on their the strong form they're showing this second half of the year and um, and certainly we won't be trying to dial down the intensity we want to you know we've obviously had <coughs> a couple of poor performances and results and um, whilst you know we know that there are reasons for that and, and you know me being probably the, the main person responsible for it with sort of changing the team that doesn't mean the players aren't disappointed that you know they haven't been able to perform at the levels they want and tomorrow's the last opportunity we get to do it in the league so um, you know, from our perspective, we'll, we'll certainly be going in there to play the same sort of intensity and tempo we usually do. Regan, are you going to be on 99 points then? 
A win tomorrow? Aye, Paul, I think Andrew will be strongest possible squad tomorrow. I know he's been changing up the past couple of weeks, but I think tomorrow, Trophy Day, Celtic Park, at 12.30, I think Andrew will go very strong. Yeah. What's your back four then? So obviously Joe Hart will be straight back in. He was always rested for one night. Um, what do you think the back four is? I think it'll be Johnson. I don't know, Paul, I've got a sneaky suspicion that Stephen Welsh might play the Scottish Cup final. So I don't even throw Stephen Welsh in tomorrow. Oh. Craig Moore, centre-back, you're uh, making a, a face there. What do you think? That's Because obviously... Cameron Carter-Vickers is out. No, Kobayashi no, yeah, yeah. coming struggled. Then Iwata played there. That is a bit of a hybrid, I guess. More of a six can play as a centre back, but uh, that's a big call. Um, yeah. He's been out Reagan. for ages. Yeah. yeah, big call. Obviously, to come into uh, the cup final yeah. on the back of very, very little football. Uh, as much as we touch on the likes of um, Kobayashi and Iwata mm. not not playing unbelievably well, they still have recent minutes. Uh, but yeah. I think I think what Ange wants now is like he says, you put out the strongest possible lineup that he that he can, um, and he and he wants to see a victory. He wants to see a victory. I, I know that he's big on performance, you know, performance then delivers results over a period of time. But important in his interview, you hear him say that the last few games he's been disappointed with the result and the performance. Mark, there's all sorts of records that we're going for, but um, Kyogo wants to be top scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got Shanklin just behind him and Van Veen as well. But what are you thinking tomorrow at the back? Um, go back. Could you see I, Stephen I, Welsh? I, I, I think um, Ange Postecoglou will want to start with the back four that he wants to play in the final. I think Ange will start with his strongest yeah. team, his cup final team, if you like. And if there's one or two that are, you know, aren't going to be ready for three or four days, he'll, he'll not risk them. Um, but without going back to, to a negative really Paul it just shows you as well that how important Cameron Carter Vickers is to yeah. that Celtic yeah. team you yeah. look at some of the goals that they've lost even the performances of some other guys round about him he brings them so much comfort so much security he's a top defender I think he's the best defender in Scottish football by a distance and Celtic have sorely missed him I think Kobe Asu will play in the, so. in the cup yeah. final uh, which would mean I would think that he would It'll be him. He, yeah. he would start tomorrow. Mark, would you agree, Kobayashi? Uh, I mean, well, first thing about Kobayashi, he's a natural defender. Yeah. He's left-sided, and it allows Starfelt to play a natural right-sided. So that is a natural partnership um, right there in front of you. So yeah, Kobayashi has has looked very shaky, but he is a boy. Yeah, he is just arrived in the country, yeah. so you've got. I, I would cut him a bit of a bit of slack. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think. In terms of who's available, that's the most um, logical partnership. Regan, enjoy your day. Thanks so much for calling. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Looking into the weekend tomorrow, 12.30. Celtic against Aberdeen. Hearts against Hibs. Haven't even mentioned the derby there. And St Mirren against Rangers. And then Sunday, 3 o'clock, Kilmarnock against Ross County. Motherwell Dundee United. St Johnston against Livingston. And tonight, guys, as we all know, big game. In the Championship, the... Final playoff before to find out who's going to play Ross County or Kilmarnock. Well, it's going to be air, but the 3-0 down just now to Partick Thistle. Yeah. What do you think, Craig? We talked about it on Monday. What do you feel on Friday? No, you know what? Again, I've said that I've maybe boring people. I just think that there's a, there's a good spread of goals for Partick Thistle. Partick Thistle are going to win this. You know, you look, Brian Graham, great yeah, experience, sure. yeah. great goal scorer. So, um, the boy Fitzpatrick, Aidan Fitzpatrick, yep. electric, direct, yeah. 
And I, co- I like the boy Tiffany as well. Mm. Partick yeah. Thistle, big I think he'll be too strong. Player. Yeah. Listen, you're many things, but you're no boring. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a draw tonight at Somerset. Yeah, yeah Thistle will go through. Uh, there's no way... Can you know? Can Air United do a do a Sheffield, a Sheffield Wednesday? No, yeah, who knows? No, no. Um, Even with Akin Yemi back, no home no, crowd. I don't, I don't think so. Tight ground. Just keep saying no. Yeah, yeah, no. Maybe <laughs> you, 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 it's almost like your yeah. your Ayrshire bias is coming out. You there, yeah. Paul? You're almost oh, willing Air United to come on. But I think, but I think it'll be a good game. I'd love to see. You know, for the sake of the, the contest, Air United get Early a goal, goal in the first 20 minutes. Oh, that yeah. would really um, set it alight. But I think over the piece, I think Partick Thistle will, will, will get through and it remains to be seen who they'll play. Was it Thursday, Sunday next week? It's the two mm. legs. Is it? Yeah, no. surely it will be the Jags I'm just trying to yeah, be yeah, fair yeah, here so, yeah. uh, Villa against Brighton a big game our own Stephen McGinn the Falkirk captain was with us last night he'll be there he's going with the family right. he'll yeah. be down he's, there he's, he's brother, uh, his brother John in, of course and, well, and set chance. to get a new contract as well oh, is he? yeah Yeah. set to get a new excellent a new contract at Aston Villa they're going to they're going away man. doesn't he accept it but they're, they're going okay. to offer him a new contract yep Loving life down there, and who wouldn't? Um, and of course, they've got a chance of the uh, Conference League, haven't they? So it's European football. Yeah. Uh, depending what happens with Tottenham as well, that's the other thing. Yeah. But Tottenham, very much in the spotlight. What about Man United last night? They thrashed Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea, I Chelsea. Can you imagine if we were a London station, we'd be saying, "How can you spend that money? Uh, Multi millions, hundreds yeah. of millions, and you know where are and, they?" And, and Frank Lampard's stats. Yeah, he's almost bottom of every stat goal scored points since, since yeah. he took over it's a shame you know you feel for Lampard but it's been an absolute disaster from the, from, from the moment Tuchel walked out and even towards the end of Tuchel's uh, reign it was getting quite poisonous and the new owners just not managed to get a, a grip yet but actually West Ham can overtake Chelsea mm-hmm. um, that's you know th- this weekend and a month ago people were saying yeah, yeah. so um, yeah. quite quite incredible and Pochettino, I mean, it's taken for granted that he's grand, but it's still not been announced. That's still not right. yep. been made formal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been really, really bad. You're right, and sometimes you go like, is it is it a simple thing that that you're able to turn and turn very quickly just by the appointment of a of a new manager, a Pochettino, for example? Um, look, for Chelsea fans, that's exactly what they will want to happen. Um, but it's been extremely disappointing and. Uh, a tough, tough defeat, but it's been a it's been a tough season. There's no doubt about that. Magic wand needed. Sure. Yeah. What about the Edinburgh derby tomorrow? It's a big one. Obviously, yeah. Hibs got the chance to overtake them. And for Hearts' point of view, Stephen Naismith yep. is looking to secure to the secure job. Secure his job. And look, yep. I mean, both teams are coming off um, happy a happy result. Obviously, Hearts pick up a draw. Garan mm-hmm. Kowal, yep. Aussie boy, comes hey. on. Yeah. Uh, and, and shows good feet and, and, and willingness to, to get forward. Um, on loan, of course. Gets yep. equalised on loan from Newcastle, that's right. And Hibs obviously had their, their victory over Celtic. Mm. So, look, it should be a cracking game. Hibs uh, will be desperate to try and get one over uh, their rivals. And as you say, Nasey playing for, for, well, to be the, the next manager. If yeah. he, he needs to kind of finish as best as he possibly can to give himself a chance. Stevens get involved a few times, hasn't he, with uh, Morellas the other day. There's yeah, been a bit of needle, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 He did he get a yellow booked. card, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like you remember Stephen Naismith as a player, Paul. He was very, very talented. Yeah. But he had that edgy side. I mean, he did pick up a lot of bookings. Ah, yeah. He was a, he was a, how, how would I describe it? He was an argumentative type yeah. Uh, yeah. on the pitch. He was a competitor. Yeah, yeah. And he's the same... I mean, you look at it from the first day you get in, I mean, whether you agree with him or not, 
I mean, I think you know the way the way he spoke in the media about, about the situation. It could have been uh, better, but he's he's tried to back himself. It remains to be seen whether he'll get the job. If he wins tomorrow, he'll give himself a right good chance. If they lose tomorrow, and I'm on the Hearts board, I don't see how you could justify giving him the job. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and at St. Johnson, obviously talk of a takeover coming, so the Browns will probably stand down after uh, Sunday's game. Um, the manager, Stephen McLean, interim boss. Do you mm-hmm. think he's going to get it, Craig? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, maybe, because, it, maybe yeah. again. I mean, he's put himself in a wonderful position, hasn't he? He's yeah. come in uh, at a tough, tough time, uh, and he's managed to 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 get the club football results yeah. and guarantee their safety in the division. So he's given himself a, a really good opportunity um, of of being the manager for next season. Paul, yeah, Mark, you know them well. You know him well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think you know, as Craig says there, the you know the thing was to. Um, secure St Johnston's safety he's managed to do that with two games to go so he certainly put himself in the, in the driving seat to, to become the permanent manager Neil Doncaster today he says he wants Scottish football the alcohol ban to be lifted as the SPFL chief brands the 40 year law regrettable well it certainly was regrettable because of the things that happened back then it was horrendous yeah. um, so we'll find out more on this I think I think we have to be careful about it mm. and I know they can do it at rugby or whatever football's our game we love it the people's game but there were reasons for it mm-hmm. um, and regrettable reasons yes but there were real reasons for it So well alcohol yeah. unfortunately can make you do yeah. not the smartest things at times sure. um, so yeah no, I'd be interested to see how that plays out Paul and Ivan Tony, of course that uh, eight month ban Mark well today Brentford said they're not going to appeal it much of it was before his time but there's been betting on games that his team were involved in even yeah. though he wasn't playing it, it doesn't and he it, it doesn't read well at all no I mean Paul I you know I think the the, the, the gambling laws are too strict but I think you should be allowed if you want to put a, you know, a bet on football in a yeah. in another country. Um, then then fine. I don't agree with being able to bet in your own league. Certainly not um, in, in your, your own, own games. Club. But yeah. I think, look, of course, there had to be sanctions against them. It's unfortunate for Brentford that it's an eight month ban. It's unfortunate for him. But the overriding thing, Paul, the most important thing out of this is he's got an addiction, mm. and let's wish him well. Yeah. He's admitted he's got a gambling addiction. It's an illness. It's a problem. It can be a horrible thing, but the fact that he's held his hands up to it now and no doubt will start to get the, the best of care and the best way to tackle and deal with that on a day-to-day basis, then actually wish him wish him all the best. And it's probably gonna, it's probably a huge relief yeah. for him. You know, yeah. I mean, again, it's not it's not ideal in terms of the suspension and also for Brentford and what have you, but this might be the, exactly what is yeah. needed uh, yeah. for him to get better uh, and to, to get through his problems. So... Winding up the season almost. The manager's been speaking. Michael Beale was saying that as well. He's looking forward to a break, a short break, and then getting ready for the new season. Ange Postacoglu's still got two games to go tomorrow with Aberdeen and then the cup final. And he's on, you know, he's one of the big stories just now. You can see it on Sky. It was the same last night. You could tell that it was hotting up the uh, pursuit or the interest in him as potentially the new manager at Tottenham. The Celtic fans would hate to see him go. I think they know he'll go at some point. But the prospect of a treble and then, well, they've got Champions League football but, next know, season. Is that going to be enough? Paul, you know, the other, you know, the, the flip side of this is that, you know, Celtic can counter and try and keep them. You know, and maybe they're already doing that. Who knows? I, I don't know. But, you know, you can't, you can't just give up. You can't stop interest from happening. You can't because he's got one of the big hitters down the road, you know, throwing his name in here. And, that, and that's what happens. That's yeah. business. Um, but certainly Celtic, it's okay, there's an interest there, but. 
Is there a seed of doubt? And even a club as big as Spurs in the lower English Premier League, I would think it would be a seed of doubt. Because you go down there, let's just say you go down to Spurs and you lose four of your first six games. No, the, the, the fixture schedule's horrible to you. Yeah. You could put the door by the end of September. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works down there. So if you're Celtic, and by the way, I wouldn't just say this specific to Spurs coming from, I would hope that Celtic at some point, and I hope they have been just now, and, you know, step up their efforts. Let's try and keep them. Mm-hmm. What can we do to keep you? Yeah, yeah. There's interest yeah. in you, but what can we do to keep you? Yeah. What's it going to take? Please have that conversation with them. Yeah, and the thing, the thing yeah. is also is uh, these stories are, are never going to go away if he continues to bring the success to the football yeah. club as what he's he's already delivered, because that's why when every job comes up down south, it's because of how well he's done up here, yeah. which hurts which hurts me to say how well he's done up here. But that's why he keeps getting mentioned, mm-hmm. and so eventually, I think Celtic will be prepared. Um, to to let him go, whether it's now, where you know time will tell. But th- those conversations are going to continue to happen behind closed doors. I've no doubt. Are you willing him away, given that you're a Rangers legend? I, I, I don't think we've ever seen an Australian manager in the Premier League, have we? Uh, I don't think I, so. I, I, yeah, an Australian manager. Australia, Australian manager in the Premier League. I don't think I don't we think ever so, have. No. I don't think we ever have. So for, what, for, no. for that, I would, I would, that, that yeah. would, that would be fantastic. I'd love to see an Australian what, manager in the Premier League. Well, you would say. I mean, they're well paid when they. Uh, are managers of Celtic Rangers yeah. but it's on another yeah, level I mean, in England I mean some of them are I think the, the starting I'm, point Paul yeah. for an, an English Premier League manager your starting point your, your basics 150 yeah. grand a week starting mm. point now that's 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 your wow. run of the mill contract 150 a week really? wow basic struggle isn't it? <laughs> exactly <laughs> Craig <laughs> could you take the cut well here's Ange <laughs> here's Ange talking about uh, well trying to improve not happy with well he's actually he's, he's taken the chin about the results in the past few uh, days talking about you know they're the they're the champions they've kept the title they keep the belt but sure he's talking about wanting to always improve the side for next season that doesn't really change there's always stuff to achieve I mean you know we as a football club you know the the you have that responsibility here to, to deliver success, to, to play football a certain way, and that doesn't change. Just because we won the double last year didn't mean we went into this year thinking, OK, we don't have to be as strong. We, we have to be stronger. So the, the challenge is always there. It doesn't matter, irrespective of you know what you've achieved so far. And and if ever you kind of lose that focus, then you know you, you probably find yourself out of, out of a job because that's the demands that, you know, this football club places on, on the people who who represent it. And um, so, you know, like I said, we've got a chance to, to, to win a, a cup final and make it a special year. And, you know, come the start of next year, we all start on zero again and the opportunity is there again to, to, to try and improve and be stronger for, for, the, for what's ahead. And ahead of uh, the game tomorrow and also next season. We'll hear more from him and Michael Beale and maybe from you after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
Well, he could be at the Monaco Grand Prix this weekend, but Mark Guidi is going to be at Somerset Park. The private jet's going to take him down there for Air United against Patrick Thistle. Listen, good luck to the Jags and Air United. Yeah. It looks as though it's not going to be the honest men, it's going to be the Harry Rags. Jags heading surely for that game next week. Two games against, well, Ross County or Kilmarnock. We're not quite sure, are we? Oh, but, but honestly, Paul, being genuine here, um, you could toss a coin. I mean, mm. obviously, yep. Kilmarnock on the driving seat, yeah. but in some respects, I don't know what Craig feels, I'm sure he's been in this position, is sometimes when it's clear you're not caught between two stools, we need to just go and win the game. We need to go and get three points. That's the message from Malcolm McKay, whereas with Derek, it could be, listen, just don't do anything silly, let's just keep it tight. You know, but yeah. listen, I'd rather be Kilmarnock, but can't rule yeah. Ross County out. Nope. You can't, you can't. It's just that how many times can they keep getting up off the ground, Ross yeah. County, you know? Again, yeah. they get back into that game. Great spirit to come back into the game at the weekend uh, to then lose the, the late equaliser to St Johnston, you know? It's, it's tough, and I, I feel as if Kilmarnock would just have enough, uh, but I think it'll be tight. I'm going for a draw in that one. The game's tomorrow then. 12.30 kickoffs, the early kickoffs. Quite like that this time of the season, Craig. Early kickoffs, fine for you. Yeah, yeah you happy? Yeah, yeah. You're not bothered, no are you? <laughs> Look, I, I love watching a 12.30 kickoff. I hated yeah. playing it. Yeah. I hated true. playing Just it. The, yeah. Too early. Mm -hmm. Too early. Breakfast is pre-match. Um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't enjoy that that mm -hmm. time. Don't get me wrong. Once you won a game of football mm -hmm. and you've seen it was like 2.30 and you're potentially uh, yeah. in our day in the pub by four o'clock. I didn't no, no. mind that. Victoria <laughs> by five. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> On the piano bar. <laughs> Where's that? Where was that? Oh, exactly. Oh, <laughs> that one. Uh, what was your pre-match meal? I would always have... Uh, chicken supreme and beans right ah. yeah maybe a bit of toast uh -huh. uh, that was always just enough I wasn't a big eater just a little little pick yeah sorry mm. why why not just chicken and beans what's the chicken nah, what's the supreme what was, it, what was the sauce uh, that, uh, a special just, sauce just special, special the, way, the way it was cooked tiny who was, it was amazing that being at the club mm. forever mm. Um, that, chicken supreme Oz you want chicken supreme and beans mm. I didn't say tiny, what's chicken supreme? Yeah. But yeah, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> and that's the home game, you all ate together, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, it's, still, it's all changed now. So it was, it was, right. we used to go up and eat in the, in the Cooper suite now, but that's all corporate now. Uh -huh. yeah. We used to yeah. have pre-match there. Yeah. They've got their um, own lounge now for that, haven't they? Yep. They the have, players, yeah. They have, I believe. Mm. I haven't seen that, Paul. I uh -huh. haven't seen that. Maybe uh -huh. downstairs now it's changed. It's changed a lot, actually. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Mark, what about you and your playing days at St Mirren, Albion Rovers? What was your pre-match? Yeah, it was a packed lunch. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Down again, aye. Yeah. Down again, they were the Rovers. A lot of the games right. would be up North Pole, should be like Mintros and Forfa yeah. and their broth and Breakin. Oh and, and we'd yeah. stop in. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, just basic scrambled egg and toast. No butter in my toast. Don't like butter. No. Okay. Yeah. That, but, that, <laughs> no that, butter. Yeah. But a scrambled what? egg and, and toast. Um, and then you'll be away to the bookies. Your old, <laughs> your old team sadly down. Oh, it's a shame. It's yeah. a shame. It's yeah. not we genuinely Paul. Yep. Coat keeps it going, you know. Yep. But you know, I, I like the pyramid system. It has to be there. There's a lot sure. of ambitious mm. clubs, and I just you know I fear for Albion Rovers being able to to get themselves mm. back up again. I don't know if Sandy Clark staying on or not. I'm not sure what's happening. Yep. Sandy's a good manager. I hope he does if he wants to keep that challenge going. But being into the Lowland League, it's so competitive, you know. But there's some um, ambitious clubs there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Some ambitious, you know. ambitious exactly. clubs. Newcomers. Yeah, there's new money in the game, yeah. isn't there? And Albion, to be, and I was at the game, by the way, Albion, um, yeah. it just turned into a battle. Yeah. Spartans turned it into a battle. Once they got that goal, it, I mean, Albion, unfortunately, could have played for days and never looked like scoring. And Spartans and battles, well, 
You know, he's going to run down the How did the boy yeah. Charlie Riley? Yeah, player of the but, year. Char- again, Charlie Riley, mm. who's player of the year, you're right. And yeah. and, and Joe Bevan from White Place, they, they didn't get any supply. They didn't get any ball. It was it was aerial ping pong for, right. for a, a large part of the game. Mark, it's the football writers, the biggest night of the year for, I mean, that in the PFA, I would imagine. But the, the football writers has always been so prestigious. They both are. Um, any surprises coming up this weekend? It's going to be, obviously, I'm saying obviously, do we find out in the night? Ange Postacoglu is... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know all the winners, Paul, okay, but I can't, I, no, I can't no. remember. Some have yeah. been announced and some haven't. Okay, some no, are still I'm in battle, so, so I, I can't I'll, remember. I'll try and reel you in. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember okay, who's, sure. actually, uh, exclusive, who's exclusive. actually won what. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. No. I, genuinely, I can't. I, no, I, I can't. Okay. I know who the just winners nod, are, and I'll relate to that. And you can tell <laughs> shit. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, no, I wouldn't sure. imagine there'd be any major no, shots. Sure. Yeah, I think the usual runners and yeah. riders. So for and, the player of the year, sorry, it's Kyogo, uh, Van Veen, Vickers, Carter Vickers, and McGregor. I think McGregor. that was a four. That was a short oh, list of right. four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Carter yeah. Vickers might might yeah. sneak that one. Yeah, might sneak that one. Every chance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know Ooh. if that's been announced yet. No, um, yeah, and the manager of the year, sure. you'd be very surprised if it's not Postecoglou. Nah, sure. Let's be honest, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and and do they you know, have young players? Well, is it the same awards? It's a young, young Scottish player, so it has to be Scottish. Scottish, young, right? The PFA's okay. Scottish area, yeah. and also I think with, I think the football would be a bit stricter on the age, as in like okay. you know, probably a young player, not somebody at twenty-five. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. that's and that's been announced. Sure. I can tell you that uh-huh. that was. I think probably one year old teammate. So it was Max Johnson, Alan's okay, point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That won that what a season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great... He's wanted elsewhere, <laughs> isn't he? And yeah. Motherwell, he, yeah. he come into the team, he's done yeah. well, scored some goals. Mm. Mm. For sure. Um Antonio Cholak and Bailey Rice are returning to the Rangers squad for tomorrow. Just some news uh, coming in. Let's hear from the Rangers manager then. So they're on 89 points with this one game to go. So they could be in 92, which sometimes wins you a title. But Celtic at 96, they could be 97 or 99. Um, here's Michael Beale talking about his first year and what a year it's been for him in football management. It's been an interesting first season as a manager. Obviously, it started in the championship at, at Queen's Park Rangers and um, 50 games and, and being back here at, at Rangers... Uh, at the start of the season, it, I wouldn't have thought that was possible. So uh, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a pleasant whirlwind. It's fantastic to be back at the club. You, you ride the wave of the ups and downs, but uh, I feel really comfortable in the job. And uh, I've been looking to the summer for the last few weeks, to be honest. So we'll get this game out of the way in the right way. We want to get a positive result. And then uh, a very short break. And then, uh, and then, and then back to work. And I'm really excited about pre-season. It's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do coming into a club in the middle of the season when part of the season's been written, if you like. But I'm glad the summer's upon us. What do you reckon, Craig? It's, uh, you can hear he's just desperate to get a little bit of a break and come back. Need and, a little bit of a break yeah. because, look, after all the, the changes now, this back end of the season that have started to happen... Um, he seems to be doing a lot more work outside of, um, you know, being on the training field. Yep. And that, that, mm-hmm. that takes its toll also. Uh, so he'll be looking forward to a break. At the same time, being pretty clear, knowing what he wants to, to deliver for, for next season. And like he says, I think, you know, there'll be a lot of players that come in right at the beginning. Maybe a couple that will take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But I do expect a big turnaround in terms of 10 to 12 players. There'll need to be a big turnaround. You know, if Rangers want to be champions, they need to bring in better than what they've got. Yeah, it's as yeah. simple as that because what they've had recently has not been good enough to beat Celtic over 38 games. And I think Rangers will, you know, the report back probably edging towards the last week in June so they'll get three and a half to four weeks off 
And then as soon as they report in for pre-season, the manager and his staff, Paul, he won't draw breath again until the international break. When they break up, maybe September the September, second, September, September the third. Once the window closes, and then you, you'll get that. We you, you know, chances to right where are we? The window's shut. We've played four or five league games. I win the Champions League, and not there'll be a chance to really take stock for Rangers. Very very early in the season, but he should enjoy his break because he's he's going to he won't, he won't have a minute to himself after that. Yeah, for sure he mentioned we heard him in the first hour saying about strikers everyone knows that's a priority Greg anything new on it uh, there's no indication yet no. Who, uh, there's loads of speculation but there's yeah. nothing firm not really uh, like I said the striker position positions because they need more than one uh, in my opinion it's, it's, it's the toughest position to fill mm. because it comes at the biggest expense yeah. uh, normally uh, so you know I'm I'm kind of, you know, scratching my head in terms of who that potentially could be. I've no clear answers on that, Paul. I mean, but you need, you need a, I think a striker that has a has a good all all round game. That's yep. that 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 has a little bit of pace. It's willing to work from the front because clearly that's something also that that Michael wants to wants to do. But at the end of the day, a striker needs to be scoring at Rangers 25, 30 goals. Absolutely. And yeah. that's what he needs to be looking for. Of course. And he says he knows they need strikers. I think strikers in general. Yeah, I think in general. We're losing players in that area of the pitch and it's an area where we want to strengthen. Yeah, look, there's there's three or four things that we know are, are, are there. Obviously, we, we announced Kieran last week, so there's a couple of other bits that we know are there and, 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 and sorted. And then there's a lot of talking and negotiation going on at the moment. So I'm in a real positive place with where I see things going. As a manager, until you see the, the player in your training ground, if you like, uh, you're never concrete. But I'm really pleased with the way it's going. Michael Beale, Rangers fans, what are you thinking? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. It's the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Guys, a couple of questions here for you uh, at the socials, at Go Football Show. Sean's been on saying, can I ask you guys, how do you feel about the Edinburgh Derby and the Kilmarnock-Ross County game not being broadcast live? I mean, I know tomorrow Sky have got Celtic at home to Aberdeen. Um, Sean says both games would have big attendances regardless of being on TV. Mark? Uh, yeah, I think it's a major boo-boo by Sky not to have uh, allocated a slot for Sunday lunchtime for the bottom six. It's great drama. Listen, they're doing their job tomorrow. They've got the champions on. That's what it's all about. You know, seeing the Celtic get the trophy um, tomorrow. So that's absolutely fine. It's bang on. Uh, but on Sunday, there was always a possibility that this was going to happen. It's I mean, yeah. The SPFL have picked it wonderfully well. So credit to them for that. They certainly get enough criticism. So let's praise them yeah. when it's due. But for our main broadcaster... Not to be doing it. We should be playing all three games on Sunday. Should be kicking off at lunchtime. Create its own window because English League PL, uh, Premier League does it start till half past four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we should be kicking off at lunchtime. We should have a game uh, on the telly. Uh, to be fair, I think it's absolutely disgraceful that, uh, that we don't have a bottom six fixture on the telly. I think Sky really... Uh, it's a poor, poor call from them. Sean also says, Craig, he says, it's the most exciting time of the season with the race for the drop and the derby playoff for European places for next season. Yep. He says, our game is missing so much media exposure. Uh, many of the exciting games, Hearts Rangers early in Beale's reign and the last Edinburgh derby, mm-hmm. two of them not shown live. I know they can't show everything. They, they, but... can't, they can't, but again, yeah. like I says, I mean, I, I totally get it. I mean, I understand why the Celtic game is on um, on, on Saturday, but... Uh, agree with Mark 100% that the the relegation battle or mm. the 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 fight yeah. to stay in the division yeah. and all that brings real excitement also for for these clubs and and for for the neutral that wants to watch yeah. a game of football. I mean, how many times do you see these teams stay up 
yeah. right at the death and yeah. the celebrations and it, yeah. and it's actually like winning a it's like winning the league for them to sure. stay and keep their position because financially we know how important the money is to stay in the top flight for for these football clubs. The playoffs good for the game. You like the playoffs, Mark? Uh, I like the playoffs. Yeah. I love the split, Paul, because the split's intended to bring drama. Yeah. And that's so, for example, tomorrow, the drama is uh, the Edinburgh Derby. Mm-hmm. Massive game for Hearts and Hibs. Chance to finish fourth in the table. Winner takes all. And then on Sunday, you've got who's going to be in the playoff? You know, who's going to be fighting for their lives next Thursday and Sunday against probably Partick Thistle? And for our television company not to be broadcasting that and showcasing that when there's a window there to do it uh, it's, it's absolutely uh, beyond me and the SPFL really in terms of their jobs they should be taking the broadcaster to task on that Final point from Sean saying yeah surely our game is important and these kind of huge games have to be promoted to a wider audience uh, because they love them in England don't they you end up watching some of the playoffs in the lower leagues because because there's danger yeah. then you watch it maybe when there's something at stake yeah, the, exactly. moment, the moment yeah. there's something Jeopardy. at stake yeah it, it, it gets people glued it gets yeah. people glued to the television if they're not at that particular stadium this rugby park is going to be absolutely bouncing on Sunday afternoon absolutely bouncing it should be on the telly and it, by the way that wouldn't take away from the attendance Ross County fans will still come down yeah. the Kilmarnock fans will still be there uh, what a great way to end the season what drama you could be on the telly and Sky uh, I've chose, chosen to overlook it tomorrow though at uh, 12.30 it's a big day for Celtic and the Celtic fans because they felt market took ages to get there I know they played uh, against St Mirren last week but trophy day is always massive I want to ask Craig about trophy days what it was like here's the manager speaking about Celtic Aberdeen tomorrow and the occasion yeah look it's um, yeah, it'll be yeah, it's a special day kind of makes it all real, I guess, until you get that trophy and get a chance to lift it. Um, you know, you're champions, but that's that's the moment you kind of look forward to. And, um, yeah, with the last game, obviously, being at home, we want to we want to make it a great day uh, in terms of just enjoying every aspect of it, including the game itself, which is probably you know, the most important thing before we do that. And, um, yeah, so the boys are, yeah, uh, determined to try and uh, put on a good performance and, and hopefully, um, you know, make it a great afternoon. Right, because it could be cheerio to some of the players, because they, yeah. you know, some of the squad players, maybe mm. even some of the, the the top people have spoken about in a badder or whatever. Um, you but, just you don't know any indication who might come or go. I don't know, but I was going to say, do you want to give me? Do you want me to give you some bad news? Yes, I've been involved in a few of these games come end of the season, yeah. and although it is going to be a celebration, and yeah. that happens no matter what, because you've won the league and yeah. you get that opportunity at the end of the game to um, to share that yeah. with with the supporters. But the games sometimes flatter, flatter, flatter to deceive. Yeah. They really, they really do. Um, and the situation that Celtic are in now, like I says, with the the form that they've been in and the performance that the Angel will be looking for, uh, he'll be hoping that he gets that. You know, um, a good sprightly performance. Um, but it's going to be tough because Aber- Aberdeen under Barry Robson have been excellent. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen you know Graham Shinney's reaction to scoring his goals on it. I love that. Do you think you enjoyed it? Oh, oh, was, 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 was it no great to see? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant to see, even yeah. when he made it 3-0. Yeah. The game's won, St Myrna done to 10 men, but you could still see how much it meant to him, how much he loved it, and, and it was great. You know, I mean, we, we don't speak a lot about him in the, in the programme, you know, obviously for geographical reasons, but what a job Barry mm-hmm. Robson 
Uh, and by the way, Jim Goodwin signed. Graham <laughs> Shinney won yeah. his last uh, signs at the yeah. club. I think only got to play one or two games. So, but anyway, um, Barry Robson been absolutely brilliant. Credit oh, to yeah. him for what what he inherited to what he's turned it round into. We had a good chat about him the other night. You know, when yeah. we saw him, I was going to ask you about them, and I will do that a little bit later about Aberdeen. But for Celtic, Mark, it's been a remarkable, what, 22 months with Ange Postacoglu, the man that yeah. came in the door. We, yeah, we didn't know him, but my goodness. So won the League Cup, won the league, lost out in the Scottish Cup at the semi-final to Rangers, and then this season, sweeping everything before them, you know, yeah. domestically. Yeah. Winning it's, the League Cup again. He's been, been brilliant, Paul. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I really don't think for any Celtic supporter, for anybody on the board, the hierarchy, when, when they appointed him, that they could have thought that things would have worked out the way they have. It's been incredible. Um, it really has. Um, for me, there's been a lot of debate um, about you know who's been the best Celtic manager uh -huh. in the past 20, 30 years. For me, it's still Martin O'Neill. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Still Martin O'Neill. But for, for uh, Ange Postecoglou, for what he's achieved, you can only credit. And I think, as I've said before, not only on the park, but off the park, how he re represents a football club public appearances in front of the media, I think he's absolutely bang on. He has been brilliant. There is interest in him from Spurs. I hope he stays. I hope he stays at Celtic. Yeah. I want him to, to stay um, at Celtic, but I think he's going to have a... By the way, I don't think he's been offered the job yet. I don't think Daniel Levy has made a point to offer him the job or offer his advisors the job, but he's certainly... What we know is he is absolutely in the line of vision of that of Daniel Levy, he is in the line of vision, and there could be some maybe Spurs are being respectful. We Celtic get a you know a, a game for a treble mm -hmm. um, coming up, um, but like I say, there's I think he's going to have a decision to make, and I hope he stays at Celtic. He's done, he's done really really well. When you consider right, recruitment is a tricky area, right? But a lot a lot of clubs get drawn into recruiting players um, that don't necessarily fit into the playing style and the way that they want to play. Ange has, has got that spot on. He's been very clear in terms of the playing style. Um, and, and more importantly, the recruitment has matched the way that he wants to, to go about his football. Uh, and I think that's where the success has, has, has started. Uh, and then obviously through the performances, the consistency, and that, that's brought in the success. So look, he's done a wonderful job. And at the end of the day, there will be a time that Ange will leave the football club and people are going to say, I would think, by the way, big man, you were amazing oh. at the football club. Well done and, yeah. and, and and good luck with that. It's yeah. it's coming. It's just when yeah. when that will happen because the ambition is there. I think for for Ange to eventually try something different, but yeah. at the same time, uh, Mark, you said earlier about he does get that football club, and I, and I think when he's spoken spoken to the to the fans, yeah. he, he he speaks to them in a way that they they understand and they trust him now because they there's that respect. He, there's a connection there. There is a, a, connection. a real connection there. There is a genuine. And, and knocked, he knocked that on. He got that spot on he very, did. very early doors. He did. Very, very early doors. And it reminds me a little bit of Martin O'Neill at the beginning, who came in and said, "Wait a minute, Rangers are the benchmark." You know, he paid full credit to Rangers mm -hmm. uh, because they were far ahead of Celtic when yeah. Martin O'Neill came in. That was why they went for him. Yeah. And he handled himself so well as well. Both of them absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I mean, in public, Martin O'Neill was saying Rangers were the benchmark, and they were. Yeah. And it, it was right. Behind closed doors, oh, privately, yeah. it was challenging these players. Mm -hmm. Challenging them. By the way, Rangers are the best, mate. Yep. But I'm not accepting being second yep. come May. Yep. So it's up to you guys to go and do something um, about this. I'm going to help you be bringing in better players. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're the benchmark. But don't think that means that I'm going to be happy being second. So Ange Postecoglou's 
delivered a, a message. Rangers won the title by twenty odd points, whatever yeah. it was mm-hmm. when he when he took over. As we've said many before, the club was 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 chaotic, shambolic, whatever adjective you want to use, and he, and he quickly turned it around. Look, if if Ange does stay, Paul, my view now in modern day management, like the old firm where it's you know yeah. just the, you know, new technology and social media, everything. I think there's a max of three years now for an old firm manager. So if Ange stays, I think there's probably only one more year anyway. Um, he might go this summer, but I think anyway now, when you look at it, taking everything, the demands of modern management, and they'll tell you themselves, you speak to managers down south, the knacker Paul is proper. Yeah. It's a proper shift. It really is, sure is. a proper yeah. shift, and I think three years is the max. bit more on that next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! We were never really away and we'll be into the summer season shortly. Tell you more about that shortly because remember still the Cup Final, Scottish Cup Final, a week on Saturday. The 5.30 kick-off, not popular with people, isn't it? A week tomorrow, Celtic against Inverness, Caledonian Thistle. There'll be, what, maybe seven or 8,000 coming from... The Highland Capital, Mark. I don't yeah, know yep. yeah, probably. Yep. Yep. Round about that, that, Paul. One. Yeah, yep. Um, a little bit good, uh, good final. You know, you know, Inverness have pulled off a few shocks against Celtic in the past. Uh, well, certainly in this millennium. Um, so that you don't know. Speaking to Billy Dodds the other day, just phoned him for a wee, yeah, uh, blather for a wee ticket. Uh, yeah, just to, <laughs> to say hello. Hospitality. Uh, I like Billy. Yeah, um, a lot of time from. And um, you know, you think of them. They've not had a competitive game for over three weeks. Obviously, we'll be keeping them ticking over. Um, you'd expect Celtic to win the game and they should win it comfortably but you just you just never know but I don't like the 5.30 kick-off Paul there's been a lot of chat about it this week that you know um, you know why is it 5.30 and actually well, it's now been broadcast all over the UK now which was the reason why the SFA said they'd originally gone for 5.30 so there's a lot of stuff there that's saying well actually what is the truth have we been told the truth is the truth out there uh, yeah I'm not quite sure about that but I, I, for me I'd have gone head to head and just had it at the three yeah. o'clock and, and, and stick to that. For me, half past five on a Saturday night, that's nah, not not for me. No. And Celtic fans come from well, all over. Yeah. And they've got to get back home or stay another night in Glasgow for the ones who come, you know, from Ireland. And for the Inverness fans, it's what, three hours up there, remember it's the speed cameras now, Craig, yeah. as you know. Yeah, nah, look, I mean I was up recently seeing Dodsey, but hmm? their preparation uh, has been very difficult. Uh, yeah. but He's got a, a fully fully fit squad now and it was sprightly training and there seems a good feel about the place. More importantly, he's got those bodies that he, he missed out on throughout the season. So they're all excited by the challenge. They know it's a big task because Celtic hit their straps. We know that Celtic go and win the game of football. But we've seen in, in games of football, you know, slightly off, slightly off and Inverness are at it. Goals change games, but um, yeah, they're ready to go anyway. Don't forget, on Sunday morning here in Go Radio, there's the special, the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey, which is brought to you with Workflow Solutions. This week's guest is Simon Bitcliffe, the founder, former CEO and current executive chairman of Webmart. So that's coming to us then, 11 till 12. And of course, the board, you can't afford, get your questions in. And also, there's going to be... Um, yeah, a few other things which I'll tell you in just a second or two, including Stuart Patrick, Chief Executive Officer of the Glasgow Chamber of Commerce. And Simon Biltcliffe will be on the show as well. 
And I think someone else is coming on about AI, which everyone seems to be talking about. Oh. AI will be taking over soon, won't it, Greg? Well, yeah. Was it Sam Allardyce coming out recently yep. with some what interview and all that? Yep. Potentially 30,000, 40,000 people out of work now due to... Yeah, it's not good. Uh, well, BT, not... which is uh, not such good news, I know. Um, yep, we're looking forward to that at the weekend for sure. It's Laura Davidson, CEO of Tag Digital, is also coming on the show. More and more people more are many into guests. this. Yeah, yeah, a few guests, it's fantastic. Yeah, Honestly, great stuff. don't miss it. Oh, it's a great programme. I, I, I generally yeah. know everybody in business tune, tunes into it. Yep. And those trying to get into business as well. Craig, you should tune in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shocker. By the way, I've seen him coming for me quick smart. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the news at five when we kicked off was Ange Postacoglu for the first time <laughs> speaking about this speculation about is he going to Spurs? Is, have there been an approach? This is what he said this afternoon. Well, I'm aware of it because everyone keeps asking me about it. Uh, so it's not like... Uh, uh, but as you said, it, it's happened in the past. I think I've I've been pretty clear that I'm. it's just not the way I sort of think and work. I'm kind of... My priority right now is just looking at trying to make sure we... Like I said, we have a special day tomorrow. We've got a big cup final coming up in a week's time. Um, I'm not going to sort of sit there and sort of try and get um, distracted by things that, you know, are kind of fascinating for other people rather than myself. So, um, yeah, that's where my focus is and that's where it'll continue to be. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've got a, a couple of big games and, um, you know, we've had a fantastic season and we've got an opportunity to make it a really special one. And Craig, for those who missed it, your thoughts on it, you know Ange. Listen, nobody's going to say before tomorrow's game and the cup final and we all hope he doesn't go. Um but a compliment that he's being he's yeah. been mentioned everywhere now as the as the top candidate. No, exactly right. But again, you know, in regards to to Celtic supporters, and he's very smart how he plays it. There's two games remaining, and he's explained that you know him to do his job properly is exactly what he needs to be doing, and therefore the focus is on a, a home game and to enjoy it with the supporters after a successful season, win the 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 the, the, the trophy day. And, and the cup final. So, un, unfortunately, um, the question keeps coming up for, for Ange, which I know he, he won't love, but it's a compliment at the same time because it's yeah. based on the back of, you know, the, the job that yeah. he's done at Celtic and the success that he's had. So, therefore, it's only natural that at times people will put his name towards any, any job, job offer, especially down south. But there's a lot of background that we're aware of that, that, that adds proper credibility to the interest. So, like we're saying, this isn't a... You know, the old phrase that used to come out, paper talk, this is real. This is a real interest. And we're not saying he's been offered the job, but we're saying he is absolutely in the line of vision of Daniel Levy. A lot of stuff in the background that we've touched on tonight. He's got mm. one of the big agencies down the road that look after him. Base, they'll be doing their job, throwing him in. They've got Aussie as well. Up. He's yeah, an Aussie as well. Exactly. Scott Munn, as you've told Scott us, is Australian. He's got in as director of football, whatever his title is at Spurs who used to work at the City Group, which Ange was a part of as well. So there's a lot of things. It doesn't mean he says he's been offered a job or he's going to take the job or he's leaving Celtic. There's a lot of things there that add extra credibility. Mm -hmm. um, and like we say, it's a genuine interest. But let's hope that he stays at Celtic. And as I said earlier, yeah. Paul, mm -hmm. if clubs are coming in and looking at him, I, I, I would really hope that Celtic's saying, OK, is there anything we can do to keep you? Mm -hmm. Is there anything we can do? What can we do to keep you? And at least pose that question. We'll find out 
in the coming weeks. Uh, but so many people have said no to Spurs. Uh, you know, I said no, it. thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Celtic yeah. supporters would love to see Anne stay. Of yeah, course, of course. Yeah. I think at least, well, obviously, at least another year for sure. But you know, twenty or thirty years ago, that wasn't a stepping stone here. Well, it was. I suppose you could say Kenny Dalglish. Uh, went down south I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of big Rangers names that went down to England as well for management yeah no for playing as well I'm just trying to think you know Kenny went as, as a player Barry himself Barry. yeah of course yeah. he went to Blackburn years ago, yeah, yeah that's right big yeah. donkey big yeah. donkey of course yeah. yeah indeed but you know what I mean people this was the centre of the football universe the money was here as well as much money but with television money I mean we were just talking there Mark to put it in perspective this is not about Ange just mm-hmm. in general if you win the Premiership in Scotland, mm-hmm. with TV money and all the rest, you get it's a few million, isn't it's not it? Not around about the three million. Yeah, mark. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. So three, four. Well, the club, yeah, the, the club, club gets yeah. that. In England, what do you get for staying in it or coming up from the some of the figures just to show? Yeah, I mean, I think now, Paul, I can I would say the average wage of an English English Premier League manager is around about one hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week, sixty-seven million, six between six and seven million average. Now some of them. A number of them are on 12 to 15 million. Okay? Your bonus, so let's say you are a, a, a team that comes out, like yeah. a Brentford, a Southampton, yeah, sure. yeah. West Ham, clubs like that. Yeah. Th- their manager's bonus will probably be 3 million for keeping in the league wow. on top of your basic. Mm. That's that's what it used to be a million, that was yeah. 10, 12. Now sure. it's, What's it's, a basic it's 120, for 140 million for keeping your club up. Uh-huh. So therefore, it stands to reason yeah. that the manager's going to be, you know, well compensated um, for, for, for keeping them in the in the division that's, that, that's just the way it is down there it's a different world Paul financially it's totally a different world we've spoke, speak many times in the show fondly of how it used to be 20-25 years ago when, when, when Craig was playing for Rangers and we the two great teams Mark and and Dyke Advocates team going head to head when we were bringing some of the best players still up the road the Rangers 9 the row team were bringing some of the best players um up the road when English football was banned from Europe, Terry yeah. Butch and Chris Woods were coming up Before the road then, yeah. uh, and we could compete. You know, um, Rangers could could sign Ronald De Boer, they could sign Lorenzo Amoruso and, and, and beat off nice. big English clubs to do it. Celtic were taking Chris Sutton for Chelsea, yeah, taking yeah. Neil Lennon from, from, from Leicester, Leicester, John Hartson. So, uh, but it's changed now. Massively It's just changed, Paul. The English television money is totally changed the landscape for managers and players there's one that I was, I was going to mention on the back of that and you're right that you, some cracking names there mm. um, Mikel Arteta is, a, is a, an emerging talent tw- yeah. 21 year yes. old from PSG yeah. so yeah. playing yeah. at P- and a, a Rangers signing I think for 5.8 million pounds mm. right yeah. uh, in the early 2000s uh, not a chance that's happening today. Yeah. Imagine, imagine trying, trying, yeah. to, trying to sign a young 21 year old playing first team football at PSG imagine what he's worth today. Yeah true. That's yep. incredible how much it's changed. Yeah. Yep. One thing that could happen for Rangers and Celtic is if they could get, if, so big if, could get their own TV and media rights. Because with the worldwide support for both Celtic and Rangers, mm-hmm. it's massive. We all yep. agree. Yeah. Yep. You know it. You go anywhere in the world and people yeah, yeah. would, there'll be a Rangers fan there. Mm-hmm. Um, or there'll be a Celtic fan they will know you they'll love you or they you. kind of dislike yeah, yeah. you hopefully yeah, yeah. not many, many people joking, exactly joking, you are yeah, yeah. Um, if they could get Hate me a little <laughs> if they could get a grip of that you hear Simon Jordan talking about streaming, it he does, he streaming, stuff. streaming yeah exactly because the, the market that we're in the Scottish football the SPFL and we love it mm. it's just not a big enough market that's the problem if they could get their own rights yeah. then they could make a lot more money 
and perhaps be playing here, but also that you know a different kind of European league. And I know in a European league, UEFA mm. is terrible, but UEFA is. Um, you know, is there to be questioned, to be challenged? Is that the route to get the kind of money that, that's needed? It's a, it's a great question, right? We had this yeah. situation in Australia where the broadcast money wasn't enough and mm. they were talking about slashing it during the pandemic right. and all that. Yeah. And this whole idea mm. about streaming, streaming, yeah. streaming, uh, DAZN and, and all these different yeah, companies sure. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. It, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> club, 24-7, you got you got yeah. content that's going out mm. all the time, but it actually now covers your whole club. You know the, sure. the, the the young the young boys and girls that are already the playing women, uh, yep. everything. It, it's a great opportunity. It's like like what Simon Jordan was saying is like a Netflix model, so yeah. a subscription, yeah. and because of the support from both clubs being global, yeah, it's huge money. Yeah, it's huge money. Then what you can produce and and be able to then sell exclusively out to other parts. It's How many Rangers fans do you think there are worldwide? Roughly, oh. you know, hundred thousand, half a million, a nah, million, and more than two that. million. Exactly, I was more. I'm giving well, you a range. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I went well. I hundred million. Bruce Forsyth. The price is right. Exactly. Exactly. That wasn't so, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nah, there's there's millions. Five, five, exactly. There's yeah. millions. And how many of the millions would subscribe to it? Probably millions. Yeah, exactly. That, so there is a route there. So we're just looking at the difference between because it's inevitable now. If you do really well in Scotland, then it's either the players going south or the managers or going abroad. But, um, but the money is in England. So yeah, watch this one. Let's see. Let's see what happens. You say watch your space. Exactly. We mentioned there the women's game. We'll talk about that in a moment or two because yes. we get the cup final at the weekend yep. on Sunday. Yep. And also your final predictions for all the games because we're rapidly running. You know, well it's into the two hours. Right? Exactly. Quick break and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Thanks to everyone who's made this switch. We're on from five every evening here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. And we'll be back on Monday evening at five. So thank you so much. And all the downloads, millions of people who've been, you know, listening uh, on the downloads as well. You wherever you get your podcast. Craig Moore is with us. Craig, it's uh, always been great working with you this season and we hope to continue it. It's that time of the year that where is... highlights. Have you enjoyed this season? I mean, yeah, obviously... No, of course, yeah, look, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously I'd like to see Rangers come out on top. They haven't, but look, it's, it's, yeah. been a, it's been a good season. It's been a, a season where I guess there's been plenty of debate in regards to VAR, yeah. uh, which hasn't been amazing. I'm sure we'll see improvements in that. But as always, week to week uh, here in Scotland, you've always got something to discuss. You always see a great goal. There's always a talking point. So I've really enjoyed the season. Championship, I thought, has been very interesting as well yeah. this year. So obviously you mentioned in the other leagues in the pyramid and all that sort of stuff because there's so many other people that are looking to try and find their way as well. So no, it's been really good. Really good season. That's the way I meant it to you. I meant it as somebody who's, you know, you're involved in football at all levels. It's not saying to a Rangers legend, oh, have you enjoyed this season? You know, when, when you didn't win. No, no, it's, no. Uh, it's not the case and you know, that's not and what I get out what I'm saying many, to you. Many yeah. games, Paul. Yeah, as, yeah, of course, as, I know as you, you know, do. You know? Know? What about this weekend? What Have you decided? Uh, I'm, what, I'm what, not sure what yeah. I'm going to do this okay. weekend yet. Yeah. I know you've always got players to go yeah. and see. One place that maybe on Sunday will be is at the Scottish Women's Cup final. So uh-huh. Rangers have won the League Cup, haven't they? Glasgow City. L- last year, we yeah. talk about this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah but... this season. Glasgow City <clears throat> Women's. Obviously, won it. what a weekend it was last Crazy, week, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Phenomenal, but great for the game. So it's uh, Celtic Rangers this weekend. 
wonder what's going to happen. We just don't know. What do you think? Well, again, look, Rangers, yeah. Rangers were probably in the position. I mean, the, the last weekend was 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 a great weekend, wasn't it? Because there was there was so much at stake. Glasgow City go and get the the one nil win over Rangers, which clinches a title for them. Um, Celtic had a had a victory, and unfortunately, due to Glasgow City winning, yeah. come up short. So, look, a, a great opportunity for for this match, and we know how much we we all love this match. Um, and a trophy at stake as well. So how many times do Rangers and Celtic keep coming up against each other? Whether it be the under-18s, oh, whether it be the strange, senior yeah. team, it's oh, been you incredible. Can see the, the, the rivalry in the women's game as well. Yeah, 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 sure. well, sure. well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you can definitely, uh, you can see, you can feel it. So you know, there'll, be, there'll be no quarter given. They'll both be going um, right at it. Uh, it's at Hamden, I think, Paul. It's it is. Yeah. Yeah. Hamden. Malky so, Thompson's last, uh, last game, game in charge. He's been yeah. back to the, to the academy. So I, I think that will be a, That'll be a cracking game on, on, on Sunday afternoon. That will be, oh, be a good crowd there mm. and uh, they'll, they'll be entertained. A lot of the finals, like I said, this girl away, it will be a cracking game because the, yeah. the girls' game has improved and it really course, is out yeah. of sight sure. and, and yeah. growing so so yeah. much. But uh, Rangers and Celtic, everywhere you've looked, there's been a final in the different age groups. Of it's course, been brilliant. Yeah. You've got a game tomorrow, your daughter, or Sunday, is it? You've got Sunday yeah. morning, yeah. East Kilbride? Yeah, East Kilbride, yeah, Scottish Cup game. Um, and, and Sunday morning East Kilbride against Muscle Brother Girls yep. under 18s okay. Leo and I will be there tomorrow for Noah's last game of the season Blantar Soccer Academy Okay. Yeah. out in Lanarkshire at uh, Clyde Valley scored last week so it was oh, uh, great nice uh, yep yeah, it was a good one um, Craig shall we look at some of the games yes. for the weekend and also quick summary what we feel about the teams so we start tomorrow let's go to uh, St Mirren against Rangers will we start with St Mirren and the season they've had well I think they've had, it's been a fantastic season for St Mirren let's, let's be honest I mean the first time since 1985 they've hit the top six which is enormous for the football club I watched the very first game of the season they conceded mm-hmm. a penalty they lost to Motherwell Yeah. Um, sure. but I tell you what I, I was impressed with what I'd seen mm-hmm. I was there because a couple of the Australian boys Backers come in, uh, Ryan Strain come in. St. Man should have won that game comfortably. They should have won yeah. that game yeah. comfortably. And and I and I looked at that match and I thought, you know what? It's going to be a decent decent season for St. Mirren. You need a little bit of luck, the the smaller clubs, in terms of keeping bodies on the ground yeah. fit. Um, but really, really good season for St. Mirren. Um, and they've just missed out on Europe. Just missed out. Yeah, yeah just missed out. But again, you know, they've, they've put in a great shift. There's... It's a ch- tough job for Stephen Robinson as well because he, he'll lose players and then to try and change, it's difficult it is. at that level. Mark, your old club, St Mirren, Paisley, um, I think a lot of people have a soft spot for them. Can he do as well next season? I guess that's it, he'll start to think. Yeah, I mean, I think he's in contract talks, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Stephen Robinson, so, you know, I'm sure St Mirren will want to tie him down. Stephen, you know, might want to look at what, what options may be on the, on the horizon for him, but sometimes you get a good fit. Um, and you work together um, well he has achieved wonders at St Mirren uh, let's be honest in, in the past 10 months uh, absolutely got the players playing you know, some players you can see that a real improvement um, in them it's a sore one for them the other night down to 10 men it was a shocking challenge yeah. um, it was a red card all day long yeah. A really bad challenge. You lose a few players, Mark. That's yeah. going to be the hard thing about yeah. replacing. I mean, um, Main, Main's obviously that's right. going to... Aye. You wonder if you'll, you'll go uh, O'Hara um, and different players uh, to a couple of boys. Um, and loan for Rangers, disappointing to lose that last-minute yeah. goal to after being two more against Hearts. But it's the last day of the season. You want to go out on as high, uh, as big a high as you can 
before you go on your holidays. So I'm going to go Rangers to win 2 1. Okay, that's all I was about to ask you then. So <laughs> I knew that. I could, I could see you twitching. Ah, I could see you twitching. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted to ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh sorry, uh, sorry. I thought you were. I thought you no, wanted me to leave. No, 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 right, no. Sorry. Because St. Mirren then. So are they going to finish in forty-six <laughs> points, or are Rangers going to be on ninety-two? So you think two-one two for one Rangers. Rangers? Yeah, we'll come back to Rangers uh, before the end of the program. But yeah. Craig, for so St. Mirren, uh, yeah. What's your prediction on this game? We I, should, I think Rangers win this game. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, th- I think yeah. uh, by a goal or two. Mm. What did you feel the other night saying farewell to Alan McGregor? And you know Ryan Kent. What about the gear he was wearing afterwards? Oh yeah, hey, I'll well, tell you what. What gear was his own gear, wasn't it? It yeah, certainly yeah. wasn't club gear. I mean, have you ever seen? Did you see when I he came on at the end? He came Kent on the tracky and the uh, baseball the baseball cup. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, uh, but look, I mean, it was a, it was a, a great send again, a great sending off um, for for the players. Yeah. You touch on, you know, McGregor comes out, Kent comes out, Morelos, yeah. Arfield, Holanda, um, and you know, for the indifferent season that that, that the club have had. The support that they were given um, by the fans was, I thought, was quite incredible. Uh, because again, it was probably a disappointing night, Paul, yeah. in regards to uh, conceding a late equaliser. But um, times are changing at the football club, and yeah. we've, we've all got to know when to go. But yeah, it was a really good sending off for those players. Final word from Michael Beale. My excitement for this summer is because I see the work that we're doing in the background now. We need to just, we're very close to what I want and if we, we get that in then I'll be very, very pleased and we'll have a real strong pre-season, implement some new things and we'll come out of it a much stronger team for sure. Much, in much, And I think the team will be in a mentally much better place than the team that I inherited for sure because it was different to the team that I'd left a year before. So that was the, the key message from him. I'll tell you, the win against Celtic buys him quite a bit of currency, doesn't it? You know, the Rangers fans, they know there's loads to do, but to get a win against Celtic would have been yeah. a season without any win against their fiercest yeah. rival. Paul, but, not, but you're not fooling people. You're not people. buying that, no. No, no because, because don't, yeah. do you know why, Paul? I'll tell you, yeah. you've got Champions League qualifiers. Sure. So if you want, if, so Michael Beale's pulled a direct comparison to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst oh. without mentioning him by name. So let's draw a comparison between the managers. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst took Rangers to a European final and won the Scottish Cup. He sold two players for £30 million, Aribo and Bassey. Really get a grip of Bassey and turned him into a proper player. Michael Beale lost to Celtic in the Scottish Cup. Okay, they were already um, out of Europe. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst also got Rangers into the Champions League. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. got, got the club in excess of £30 million Is that by knocking PSV out? Was exactly PSV yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Union uh, SG from Belgium USG, remember they were two yeah. down yeah. in the first leg um, and got back so right away the Rangers manager the current one had a lot to do to even just try and keep up with Giovanni Van Brockenkost what happened to Giovanni was they lost pace in the league to, to a, an, an unbelievable Celtic team and it cost him his job but like I said, Paul, when he goes back for pre-season towards the end of June, he will not draw breath until early September to the windows close you get into the first night. And by then you'll know five league games played and adding the Champions League, which is financially mm-hmm. massive for Rangers. You know what I think could have been a big factor, right? Because, again, this is information I've heard. So when there was a lot of games coming for Rangers in Giovanni's time, yeah. it suited Giovanni in terms of the type of manager that he was because he didn't necessarily like train loads and huge intensity and, and work them that hard, right? So a lot of games meant that this is brilliant. This is brilliant. You keep ticking over. Um, whereas when there was less games, 
then the, the intensity, I think, really dropped out of the, the, the performance, the Rangers team and all that. I think that's when they needed to do more. Um, because one of the big things, and I've watched many games, Rangers, in the last two, three years, um, and in particular last 12 to 18 months, getting over the line just marked by 1-0 or 2-1. Whereas I wanted to see when you got someone down, like, you know, go go get that second, go get the third goal, go kill the game off. Um, and that's, that's the improvement that I think Rangers need to make yeah. in regards to that intensity, that... that that going yeah. after and getting that sure. result and putting it to bed, making sure that that deflection, a late penalty, can't can't hurt you. So, so I think that difference in terms of the training, the games. That's a great for point. Giovanni. Yeah, because yeah. Rangers got stronger as they went towards the, the European final. I remember even though they had extra time, and, go, and then they played and Celtic in the semi final, and they beat them. Yeah. And when Celtic had dropped down to maybe uh, one day a week. Um, quick guest, I think joining us. Just uh, you must be going out and a former Champions League winner. Paul Lambert has just come into the studio. Paul, good evening. Good, evening, Paul. <laughs> yeah, good to see you. Yeah. Um, and are you getting a Legends Award? What's happening here? It's great to see you in the studio. We're just, I don't, I don't yeah. know. He's organised. <laughs> yeah, we've organised. Right? <laughs> it's obviously um, something happening tonight. What's your prediction for... Well, what about Ange? I'm just throwing it at you. They're talking about him in Tottenham. You've played yeah. in, and, and managed in big yeah. clubs, Aston Villa, whatever, and more. What do you think on Ange? Is he going to stay or...? Is it, is this going I've to always be the... went with the stance he'll go for the Champions League. Yeah, I think he'll go for that. I think he wants to make a dent in that. Tottenham has, has no doubt about a big pull. It's not in great shape at the minute. If Harry Kane leaves, I think they've got major problems. If he leaves, which he may well do. Yeah, there's it? a good chance. I think. It, and I, you? He has to. He has to win a trophy. I think sure. Harry has to win a trophy. But Ange, no, I, I just think he'll stay just for that Champions League to see if he can get through that group stage. Nothing must be like it. Winning a European Cup. What was it like, Paul? It's a bit crazy. It's a bit surreal. You yeah. don't. Somebody, do you know, I've read an article the other day, and somebody says when people say they don't care about it, it's because they've never won it. And, it's, and I thought that's so true. But once you get there, you realise the size of it and the magnitude of it, and where it actually puts you. Yeah. It puts you on another another level. Of course, yeah. yeah. Have you got two minutes? Because we've got two or three minutes left. Listen to these two in the predictions, Paul. Right, see what you think. They've both gone for <laughs> Rangers against St Mirren. That's that's fair enough. Uh, yeah. what, what about Hearts Hibs? What about the derby? What's it going to be, Craig? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Hibs. Hibs to win that one, one for Hibs. Yep. Okay, so they would be in definitely in Europe. Whoever comes fifth will probably be in if Celtic yep. win the the cup. Uh, Mark, what do you reckon? I I'm going to go a draw. Often for a draw, Hearts Hibs. Paul, any thought on that one? I just want to listen to these two <laughs> at this point. I'm sipping on his coffee. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. In my coffee cup, I'm going to go hearts. You're going to go yeah. hearts. Um, yeah. Just because at home. Okay, of course, yeah. Um, Celtic against Aberdeen, so trophy day tomorrow. You'll be there, Paul. I take it you'll be there for yeah, the match. I don't you, really care who wins that one. It'll just be a party, I think. It's been yeah. done. You're looking forward uh, to it. No, What's good. that like, trophy day for you? Okay, yeah. I think he's done it as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's over that whole season where mm. the pressure's so intense and things like that. So when you... When you win, it's it's eight nine months of your of your life really that you, you put into it. So um, Celtic Rangers have to win. If they don't win, the criticism comes. The big one is Sunday, as we know, three o'clock. Kilmarnock against Ross County. Mm. It's really. T- what do you reckon, I guys? Can't, I yeah. can't see Ross County yeah. continually being the, uh, able to get off the canvas. I, I think uh, that they'll they'll throw everything they possibly can. But I think Kilmarnock at home are, have been very good. Uh, but I'll go for a draw. But it's not enough uh, for Ross County. Okay. Mark? Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. Okay, which... 2-2 oh, draw, Robbie Park. Yeah, by Belter. Yeah. Paul, gut reaction, what do you feel? 
I, I think Big Malk will get one. I think yeah, he'll get yeah. the result. Uh-huh. Just yeah. because yeah. It, I, I do. I think it's just because they, they need it, really. Yeah. And Motherwell, one, another of your clubs, what a season under Stuart Kettle. Well, mm. so they're going to finish with a win against a poor old Dundee United as well. I mean, Jim Goodwin, such a good man. His old, his Aberdeen team, full of players he brought in, third top. Uh, Bizarre season. Uh, they players should be, they should be ashamed of themselves, what they've done. It's the same yeah. team, same team that Jim had in the, a bit of a hard gig at Dundee United. Yeah. It's, it's too little, too late. Sure is. And St. Johnson against Livingston. Mark, what do you think? Motherwell, just give us a... Who's going to win that Motherwell one? Motherwell, Dundee United. Yeah. yeah, I think Motherwell will win. I know these ones, so... Motherwell, Likewise. Van Veen again. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Indeed, what a Going player. 11 in a row, 11 games in a row. 11 in a row. Yeah. 11 league games, unbelievable, yeah. And St. Johnson, Livy. So, yeah. St. Johnson to win. Steve yeah. McLean's winning run to yeah. continue. Steve, you might have got a double there the weekend, no? He did, he did, yeah. didn't he? What a season yeah. he's had. Yeah. Denied the hat. What about the dance? I'm not sure about the dance, but oh. I'm going to say Johnson win. But you're going for St Johnson. Paul Lambert, what was it like playing against this man? You had some. They, they, listen, they were a good side. Yeah. 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 The best, the best Rangers team I'd played against was the, the Gaza team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they were brilliant. Sure. Goffey yeah. and that, and uh, Andy and all that. Two good sides, to be fair. Yeah, Celtic, uh, really good. Side but well. the, yeah. the era, we, the Martin O'Neill era and mm. the Dick Advocate era, was dear, oh dear. That was two proper teams. That, they were indeed. Uh, weren't tough, they? Yeah. tough, tough yeah. games. Have you enjoyed the season overall, Paul? It's been interesting. I think obviously I live down south, but looking sure. at it from afar, you think it's been interesting. It goes right to the last day. Mm. I I think I always think when they go to the last day, it's it's who can hold on nerve. Exactly. Are Man City going to win? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, you, the, the the cup that you got, the yeah. big one, the gold medal. Are they going to do it? See, a final, center? Paul. A final can go anywhere. It can go yeah. anywhere. It doesn't matter who you're up against. It's on that day that you mm. can perform, but. If you look at the form at the minute and what they're doing, Man City, to everybody, they'd be hard pushed to stop to stop winning that. Paul, I'm going to offer you the fee <laughs> of me, Mark, and <laughs> Craig tonight. No, listen, thanks for joining us at the end of the programme. Great to see you all. Might leave your two quid for that coffee. All right. <laughs> Enjoy the match yeah. of the weekend, everyone, which, wherever you're going. And we're back on Monday. Thanks, Paul. At five, the news Cheers. is next. And then... Zoe Kelly and we love what she plays at seven. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistleberry Road, Hamilton.